to warn everyone the bridge was going to collapse. Everybody off the bus! And minutes later, it did. I've seen this before. A lucky few survive the disaster, and then one by one, death comes for them all. Welcome to the channel, ladies and gentlemen, Monster Fridays. We've got Coriander, Killian, and Angela is back with us from the Morbid Heart Designs herself. How's it going, guys? <laughs> Great. Good. All right. We are still on Final Destination, the franchise, and now we're talking about Final Destination 5. We've made it, guys. We got to this point. Final Destination 5 from 2011. So let's do this. Yep. Let's see who we have in the chat, and then we'll get going on this thing. Uh, let's see. We've got Strange Monkeys in the chat saying, I'm here to say that this movie has the greatest ending in the franchise. Laugh yeah. It was a great ending, man. It really, yeah. really was. Uh, let's see. Ginger Ninja's in the chat saying, hello, hello to all. What's going hello. on, man? How you doing? Hey. Miss Carter's in the chat saying, hello, everybody. What's going on? Hi. Hello. Mr. Bones <laughs> saying Mr. Death should have been in all of them. I do agree with you. I really do. And, and you know, and in, in this movie, and we'll talk about it, but in this movie, it kind of showed it. Well, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. But I agree with you, Mr. Bones. Uh, Neil's in the chat too saying hello, all. What's going on, Neil? How you yeah. doing? All right. All right. So let's get into this thing, man. I mean, this is the fifth movie. For any of you guys that were with us last week, you know that we were literally in dark territory. And um, hopefully we'll get out of that today. But let's start off. Angela, I'll start with you. Let's do a quick take on what you think of this movie, and then we'll get into some specifics. What do you think? I went in not knowing anything, so I actually really enjoyed it. Okay. Nice. All right. I Very cool. don't really have much else to say other than details that I don't think we're ready to talk about. Cause... Okay. <laughs> Very cool. What about you, Kill? You really want to go to me? <laughs> yes. There's a reason I went this way. You know I don't do anything by chance. I usually have a reason. I, you know, um, one uh, great kills, great kills in this movie. Mm -hmm. That's that's about it. Okay. <laughs> that, that's about it. All right. Okay. How how about you, Coriander? I am. I like this one. I enjoy. I don't. I like how there's like no premonitions at all. Which, mm -hmm. you know, besides the first one. Yeah. And, yeah, I enjoyed this. Okay. All right. Look, I'm going to say, and I don't want to take up too much time so we can get into it, but I really did like this one as well. And it's funny because, you know, I've seen all these movies before we did our reviews on them. And I always thought that this was a return back to form. You know, admittedly, yeah. four was always my least favorite one. You know what I mean? But rightfully I thought... Rightfully so. Rightfully so. True enough. <laughs> But I always thought that the fifth movie, I gave it a lot of credit because, like you said, Kill, a lot of great deaths and stuff. And I was also looking at it from the point of view of this is the fifth movie in the franchise. And I came away with it still enjoying it. So that in and of itself is a great thing. Plus, I think they had some great – and we, me and Coriander were talking about this, and we'll get to that too. But they had some really good actors in keynote positions to really – you know, elevate everyone else, you know, like David uh, Kutchner and, and Courtney B. Vance and so forth. So anyways, that's my quick take. Um, let me just get to the chat and we'll get going here. We got uh, Triv's in the chat saying, hell yeah. <laughs> Neil saying, Final Destination 5, bridge over troubled water. 
Yeah, man. I, I like that. Right? <laughs> Jake, my man Jake's in the chat saying, hey, all. What's Hello. up, Jake? Hey. Miss C saying the Night Zone crew is bringing sexy back. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> Flamethrowers in the chat saying good evening, happy happy people. I'm in like five different chats right now. Now that's being busy, man. Good luck right? with that. Yes. <laughs> yes. My man Steven from Craving Something Scary is saying, Hey guys, have not seen this movie yet. Oh, it's a good one. Ooh, it is. It's a good one. Absolutely. It's a fun one. It is fun, Steven. Seriously. All right, guys. So let's let's get going on on this. Uh Kill, I'll start with you. Let's talk about the cast. The beginning of the movie is the setup. They're at this this retreat, this company retreat, getting set up to get on the bus. What were you thinking? Uh, <laughs> look, I, I did enjoy this movie, so I don't want to sound like the the Debbie Downer of this. Mm-hmm. Stereotypes, once again, like just just I don't know anyone's names, and mm-hmm. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll okay. So you have the the girlfriend, the the blonde young lady right there, mm-hmm. she really did nothing. You got an asshole there. You got the black guy there. You got mm-hmm. the night the nice main lead dude who's just boring. I mean, I agree with you when you were saying you have some great actors like Courtney B. Vance, yes, and um, uh, their boss because he's yeah, like David funny. Kutchner. Yeah, everybody else is just for me forgettable. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. it, uh, you know, and granted, I know we, we all love horror movies and it, it's a lot of stereotypes in them. I, I get yeah. that. But I uh, what I hold to this is there there are great cast in these movies that do stand out. Mm-hmm. For instance, like the third movie, that cast to me stood out. The second movie, that cast to me stood out. And of course, the first movie movie. So that's just one issue I kind of have with this. But yeah you know they're at their 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 job getting ready to get on the bus to go to a work retreat you know we've all been there you don't want to be there but it's a day off kind of you're still getting paid all right it's cool and they're 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 setting up the players you got like the 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 a-hole guy that's you know objectifying women on the phone like hey gorgeous you know it's like all right you know so i i see what they're doing here you have the the i guess rebel female like with glasses and Mm. she's like hey you know i'm i'm just doing my thing you know i i see all of the 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 players and whether you like them or not that's mm-hmm. that's what we're going to be dealing with. Uh, okay. But I did. I will say this. I did enjoy the, <laughs> you know, it, we're no longer dealing with kids or college kids. These are right. like adults right. yes. who work yes. for yeah. a company, and, and, you know. And, and, let, me, and let me just yeah. say something because, and, and, well, actually, Coriander, I'll go to you next because you said something that was really important about that because you, you felt like you could relate more to this cast because it was older portrayed older yeah as far they as were more mature people. yeah because you know when you first started out they were high school yes then you had college mm-hmm. and now you have people out you know they're out in the real world i'm sorry for me college just wasn't like the real world yet once mm-hmm. you out of college and you're working you're yeah. there right. so yeah this this i did enjoy yep okay how, how about you angela what, what did you think of the cast and, and the, the setup before the whole disaster scene I don't remember any of these actors from anything of the main characters, so I think they were all really talented, and I do agree, very simple, basic, cookie-cutter to, quote, chat characters, Uh, but I'm glad we got away from the high school thing, but it also felt kind of weird since we've had so much of the I'm I'm a student thing. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, Jinjin Ninja saying Killian hitting the nail on the head with that one very cookie cutter characters. Yeah, I mean, quote right there, right there, that one. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, yeah. And can I can I can I just add one other thing? And I'm so sorry, I don't know the actor's name, but he's the African American actor in there who's yeah. playing, you know, the non-threatening kind of you know buddy kind of cool guy that he also played Arlen in the Friday is- the Thirteenth remake. Yeah, he did. And yeah. I'm just like. Okay, like I mean, like I recognize you, dude. You were you mm-hmm. were the cool dude who was like friends with the stoner Asian guy in the Friday the Thirteenth remake. Yep. 
Yeah, he was. And, you're, and are you the same guy? Just you know, it's been a few years later, and now you're, you're working at this place. Well, I don't know. He was a little I... bit different because he's a working man who 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 yeah. was in a position. I actually felt bad for him because I've seen yeah. oh, yeah. before where someone is given a position of of authority, but they might have just gotten out of school or with their degree or whatever, and then you got someone that's been working there for years that doesn't give them any respect. So, I mean... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Spoiler, yeah. I cheered when that guy died. I literally... Right. Yeah, like, yeah, yes! you did. Right. We all did. We Yeah, we right? all did. And, and that's, that's one other thing I do want to say, too, because I don't want to forget this, but I thought that this was one thing that was very different than than the other movies, was that all of these people, like, like Kill, you were talking about um, Isaac. He was the guy that was the womanizer, right? Yeah, he was kind of a jerk in that way, but in the group dynamic, none of them were assholes to each other like they That's all true. were cool with each other that's the first time we, well, we finally what <laughs> until one gets murderous that's kind of being okay. an asshole <laughs> hold on but that comes I, afterwards i'm, and I'm, mess, was I'm messing with you I'm but, no, but, with you. but seriously though this is the first time because i gotta admit from even three i loved three a lot and then when we got to four it started getting me a little irritated that we always had some jerk in the group or the survivors in the group were always fighting amongst each other and button heads and acting like well i don't believe you that you saw a vision yet you just saved six people out of 80 you know in this disaster but in this one everybody was on the same page and I actually did like that. Now, granted, you know, you could look at it the other way and say, well, that's kind of boring. But in the context of the franchise, I thought that was really cool because, you know, one thing that people, if you're watching this, you know, we watch these movies before we do the review. So I think there's a little bit of a different context in watching these movies week after week to review them versus when I saw them theatrically, you know, because you'll have a couple of years in between them and you'll forget things. But when you're watching them one movie after another, every single week i got tired of them always arguing and here they are they just got saved but in this movie it, everybody was cool so i did appreciate that but let, let's get to the disaster that's the big thing i have one last know. thing to throw in real quick sorry sure. but also yeah. not sorry um that's to go to the cookie cutter aspect like all of them have really been very simple characters so i yeah. felt that it did hold true with what's been established uh yeah. by having them more cookie cutter and simplistic just mm -hmm. to throw yeah. that out there it's been very consistent in the franchise yeah yeah no no i i agree with that it definitely yeah. has been consistent and and i mean well we've already said it but i mean i think this group of of what's up doomsday uh i think this group of characters were much more enjoyable than than the last movie you know mm -hmm. it's like geez them people and in the I last movie yeah, I almost like how these movies also, we're not really going deep into the characters. It's more about how they die and their deaths. That's right, what's like right. the best thing about these. Yeah, I mean, that's the main thing is how, they, how they're dealing with this disaster that happens and how they basically face off with death. And they always lose. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah they do. <laughs> but... Look, we got to talk about this bridge thing, man. I know, I know everyone's had these scenarios where you go over a bridge, and I'm not going to lie to you, man. When I first saw this movie, I was just like, holy crap, that's one of my worst nightmares come true. I'll start with you, Kill, and then we'll go to Angela and then Coriander. What did you think about how the disaster started off and what happened and so forth? You know, this is nightmare fuel for me, Knight. Yes. <laughs> you know, I look. Look at that. Look at that. I, yeah, okay, okay, you can get rid of that, that image now. <laughs> no, I. I, I I hate bridges. I hate covered bridges. I hate yes. bridges that you can see them curving. Yes. I hate being stuck in traffic on bridges. Oh, um, so I really loved this opening sequence as you know the opening death you know big uh, thing that's going on here, mm -hmm. and I love the whole you know just the kind of machinations that caused you know this you know like right. one little spark from the, this guy sawing a piece of cement led to mm -hmm. this led to that i thought it was really great and it was a, a huge spectacle to behold it was it, it was. was very very yeah. impressive very mm -hmm. it was way better than the stock car nascar uh, situation oh, yeah. of the last one yeah oh, so yeah. yeah absolutely yeah, yeah absolutely how, how about you angela I hate heights. They chose a lot of angles that made me extremely uncomfortable. So they did really good 
like <laughs> pulling me in and making me not want to be there. I yes. it was very action packed and whatnot. Yes, uh, they did a really good, good job of going through and showing all the details that would have actually happened all at once. So when mm -hmm. it actually happens, it was so much faster than what we saw for the premonition. Yeah. But we got to see all those details and those characters one by one die, where it's probably all happening at the same time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and 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 the deaths were. It was just so many different oh, ways that people were dying. Why is the degloving part? Um, no, no. <laughs> oh no, it's gone. It's gone. Screen, please, it's you. gone. <laughs> but there was so many different ways that they were dying. It was a horrible. How about you, yeah. Coriander? <laughs> I love this opening scene. I mean, mm -hmm. you had the terror, the suspense. You even had comedy, right? When the guy fucking yes. came out of the bathroom. Yes. And he's and like, he's like, what the hell? <laughs> right? Yeah. So, yeah, this is probably like one of my favorite openings out of all of them. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Besides the plain survived. one. What was that? I like that somebody actually survived. This is the first yeah. time we've had someone yeah. for sure survive. I, you know, yeah. and that's a great point. And Coriander, we were talking about this. Is the first time that someone survived, and all, obviously the first time that the person who saw the vision uh, wasn't the last one. Right, you know right. So it was like, it was really, again, I. it's the fifth movie, you know, so I got to give them credit for really you know, trying to push the envelope a little bit, you know, I mean, you're only going to do so much with a, a franchise where it's basically death and, and, and he's coming after you, you know, it's a force yeah. and these things happen. So, um, but what else kill? I mean, did you have any of the particular deaths on in the disaster that stood out to you? I mean, I, 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 I agree with Coriander, all of the deaths in this were just, great <laughs> like uh yeah. the 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 one there with the boss holding on yes. for dear life and then yes. me melting was bad yeah. uh the 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 young lady who her who fell and got yes. impaled through her eyeball I, you know one thing i can i can say about this one and this is just my humble opinion this movie has the most gruesome kills because yeah. the kills in this one made me squirm in my seat. And this was the first time I've they're seen it. They're realistic. This yeah, they're realistic and and they're just they're they're like the 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 laser eye surgery one for me is oh, like God. nightmare fuel uh and then right? the gymnastics one like you know it was oh, just that was the worst was, one for me man oh, oh yeah yeah like yeah. so i will i will give this movie credit right there i i do feel like this guy made me go to sleep uh and maybe i just like characters that are like i don't know meaner or spicier or assholes i don't know but him and his his girlfriend they were just too too nice too sweet and you know but so you just you just want you just want jerks in your movie i just live in Come the on. darkness yeah, oh, I, I, I was born in it baby <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry i'm sorry i just i breathe it i, I breathe the darkness no i just i just i you know i just want to be invested and yes yeah, they were going through it. some issues where she wanted to break up with him but they didn't really go into it more on okay why you know not well, that because, I, I i oh good well, because he was gonna not uh pursue Take his dreams. That, right right yeah. but I, I i guess just in some of the other movies just just for me i i felt the connection and the chemistry more with those groups of survivors especially like in the second and third movies that's just yeah me. but yeah, with the kills in this are Top notch. These are the, in my opinion, the best kills in all the movies. Yeah. In this yeah, I movie. Agree, man. And uh, we got Lamar saying, Good evening, y'all. What's going on, Lamar? How you hey. Doing? Neil saying, uh, That's a good point, Knight. When you rewatch a franchise in a short time, I know I've had much different thoughts on sequels than when I originally watched them years ago. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I, I definitely agree, man. Uh, Triv says, Does Killian hate bridges more than log trucks? <laughs> <laughs> yes yes i do i do i really do <laughs> uh lamar saying this was a great opening i actually thought i died when i was watching <laughs> oh, no. oh no uh neil saying i drove over an interchange connector outside los angeles mm -hmm. once that was only one lane wide but at least 100 feet in the air and that was pretty freaky wow, wow. nope man nope, nope. <laughs> 
flame flamethrower saying i'm a big dude gravity would have been my biggest enemy on that bridge <laughs> oh no <laughs> nice uh patrick's in the chat saying hi knight coriander killian and jerry hello angela hello. <laughs> what's going on patrick hi patrick <laughs> so um yeah so angela so let's let's mm -hmm. let's go beyond that so the disaster happens um, and then, of course, and I know you enjoy this a lot. You got to have your scene where they have their little the funeral and all that type of stuff. And who do we meet? He's back. Yeah, yeah. I'm so happy to see him. I, I have like the entire time he was on the screen for this. You know, Fifth Element, where it's Ruby Rod. I was saying that, but Tony Todd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I loved every moment he was on screen he just he killed yeah. it and it he was amazing. definitely a step back to that first vibe that we missed yes. in the second one yes yeah i i will say and then i'll get to you coriander i will say that's the one thing i would criticize the franchise on and again we don't know it could have been money it could have been scheduling or whatever mm -hmm. but if only they could have had tony todd as a bigger presence in the movies i think it definitely would have made them better but again i don't know if it was a question of you know because you'd have to pay him some money i mean these other actors aren't getting much of anything because a lot of them are unknown at the time but you got to pay tony todd so it might have been a money thing i don't know but anyways but coriander what'd you think of that scene with tony todd at, at the funeral and you know just him being him being him i agree with angela i mean i loved every moment he was on and yeah he does you, you can't get any better than him honestly so yes, yeah absolutely great. absolutely he, he's just he's an icon man i just and yeah. i know i've said this before but i'm gonna say it again i just wish i wish that we could see more of him because he's just mm -hmm. he's such a good yeah. actor too that's the thing he's a horror icon but he's such a good actor like he's and that really voice. gifted like yeah. sean connery yeah. has that voice that you like to hear well yes. so does tony todd so, absolutely yeah, man. Absolutely. But Kill, let's get into uh, the first death, and that is the gymnastics death. <gasps> and man, okay. look, I'm going to just tell you, <laughs> and watching the Olympics and sports and stuff like that, this death was something that I always had feared to see. Yes. And they showed yes. it. But what did you think of it? Well, first off, I, I love gymnastics, men's and women's, um, and the, the things that they can do contorting their bodies in the air. It's magical. It's amazing. But I watch it in fear because, you know, you just never know what could happen. It's very dangerous, uh, but it's a beautiful sport. And I love the way that, you know, and I, I think I complained about this and in, in the, about the last movie about sometimes driving the, the kills out. But yes. this one, you, you see one thing and you're like, oh my goodness, she's going to step on a screw and then something is going to be a chain reaction or, mm. oh, this thing is coming apart here. And, you know, death is like, once again, I'll say the same thing I said last time. Death is like, oh, should I kill her like this? Uh, uh, no, no, no. I'm going to do this. Uh, <laughs> right. Oh, I have so many choices. Um, right. But this was nerve wracking and I loved it because it was yeah. such a tense scene. I mean, she's it there, was. she's practicing and her boyfriend is cheering her on and she's been yeah. doing this for like 15 years he mm -hmm. says like every day of her life yeah so she's a pro and the way that they they kill her it's just wow like yeah. it's 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 rough it's it's the borderline disgusting i mean fatality you know it was a mortal combat fatality i'm i'm going to put the image up guys so if you need to <laughs> Yeah, man. It was just like fatality. Oh wow, man, just horrible. horrible. Oh, I didn't notice. It looked like there's a skull in the cloud. Uh, ooh. Oh wow, Angela. Do you think that they? I wow. didn't see that in the movie. Do you think they intended for that to have that? So it, yes, it's very yeah. cool presence. Oh now. yeah. I oh, want yeah. to watch that scene now. I might do that after we're done. I won't be rewatching that. Good job on that, Angela. Um, good eye. Yeah, very good eye. But but I'm I'm assuming you also really thought that was a disgusting kill, right, Angela? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Um, unrealistic, but I do. You know, you've got to have your little artistic walt. But you That's would right. die like that. You not the popping part, but you would really get screwed over if that happened. And uh, I felt oh. for the character. <laughs> I did. I really, really yeah. did. Well, 
And yeah. it was nerve wracking to watch her do the performance or the practice and be like, oh, oh, nope, nope. I, I actually, there was moments I was like, okay. Yeah. I was afraid yeah. of what was going to happen. Yeah. Well, and, and, and Coriander, for you, you know, this was kind of, again, they were kind of breaking new ground a little bit because, you know, this was the second couple and they both did survive the disaster only for this to happen. And like Kill was saying, you know, uh, uh, what was the name? Peter. He was there cheering her on and stuff. And then to see something like that, and he was literally ringside watching yeah, it. You know, so I think that added, again, just a little, just a little bit of a different wrinkle to the franchise. Do you think, as, as far as for him, and we'll be talking about him like Kill was talking about, especially near the end. Do you think that that gave his character a, a little bit more interest as far as two things bad happening, one after the other, surviving the disaster and then seeing his girlfriend go through that? Yeah, I mean, that's going to change anybody. This whole experience, right. surviving something like this, and then, you know, one by one, people are getting picked off, Not even though it's just beginning. But, yeah, I, yeah. I lost my train of thought, but anyway. That's okay. Yeah, I mean, and 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 he really, and again, I know this is just a horror movie, and and you know they're not getting deep. This is not Anthony Hopkins or anything. But I will say, in the context of this franchise, that you know you saw him getting into drinking a little bit and and, and all of that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I, like I said, guys, I don't know. I mean, to me, it was, oh, I, it was yeah, yeah. What? No, I I remember where I was going because you you yeah you brought but yeah, I mean he loved the girl right yes. and to see this I mean when I saw her death, it was pretty shocking. You're like holy shit because mm-hmm. you didn't expect all that. You expected something, but Jesus mm-hmm. yeah, I never expected anything like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, for him, me neither. yeah, to see something like that being right there, that would yeah, I would be up for yeah if if. Yeah, the way he turned out, I, I can Realistic. see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was real. It, yeah, it was definitely. Yeah, it was definitely changes you. So. Yeah, and and that's what I'm saying. This was different for the franchise because you've got yeah. this, and we'll talk about that. But the the rules, quote unquote, the rules were tweaked a bit for the franchise. Even though we know that this is in the particular time period, we thought we find that out at the end. But anyways. But kill getting back to you. So you know he's he's drinking. He's 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 grieving. He's going through all that type of stuff. And then we obviously start to get into the next couple of kills. We've got you got your boy uh, Isaac who's going in people's drawers, taking money and stuff. I, I will say it, it, it would you know it's bad things. But this movie also did have some moments where it had some you know dark humor and also some regular humor that mm-hmm. i thought was actually pretty good much more effective than four definitely what would you think about that stuff yeah yeah i i i, I agree and like you know <laughs> this guy he's not a nice guy right he, he's, he's a womanizer he's an a-hole yeah. he steals from he, the dead he's a, he's a poser yeah 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 and <laughs> and i i loved that the, <laughs> the machine that caused his death was something that could have been avoided if he didn't steal from a dead person to steal this the gift certificate for the spa yeah. yes. and, and 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 let me just Buddha say that, yeah oh yeah the, the yeah. you know and i hope i'm not getting ahead of myself but the acupuncture you know like for him when he falls over and lands yes. on on the needles like oh yes. like once again this movie is they must have just had a cringe meter and said man yes what what will make people cringe in their seats well they have yeah. to be vulnerable oh like if they're getting lasik done or acupuncture this is gonna be our last one let's nail every single thing <laughs> right. yeah yeah right. and, and 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 speaking of getting nailed he yeah. got nailed well but see that's the other thing too that's the other thing too is that with a lot of these deaths it was almost like double deaths you know what i'm saying because like when he fell on the floor i thought that was going to be it but right. no it, it wasn't and of course they showed him and i was just like oh my god and he's pulling the pins out and the freaking thing is eight thousand feet long and stuff i mean it's crazy yeah, man. Right, but, man 
they were just ramping it up you know but mm-hmm. but anyways angela what did you think of this scene did it did it really creep you out too um it, it, i was mostly fine with it until he pulled the pin out then i was like yes. uh uh keep watching don't don't nope don't don't cover your eyes because it's like i don't like that kind of horror but i think they did a really good job with it and again i really think they they pushed the envelope just like with the gymnastics stuff to make it a little bit i'm a movie but they also kept things so constrained compared to the previous movies that Mm -hmm. it felt more realistic like they really nailed it with this one on all of the deaths i agree I agree. And Coriander, I mean, he falls on the pins. I thought it was over, but we know it's not. What did you think about how the the, the final nail in the coffin, so to speak? It. What can you say? I mean, the guy was an asshole. So karma mm-hmm. comes back and gets you. So literally, yeah, karma definitely right? did. Buddha, Buddha did not consent to that belly rub. <laughs> No, right? he didn't. <laughs> oh my god, man. Crazy stuff, man. Crazy <laughs> stuff. But so he got his and also before that when they were at the office drinking and stuff, uh, uh what's her name? Olivia had dropped her own picture on the floor and then to give that foreshadowing, they showed the crack mm-hmm. right at her eyes and stuff. But do you see what else it says on there at the bottom? The scariest, the scariest roller, roller coaster. coaster. Uh-huh. Yeah, th- mm-hmm. There you go. And of course, we saw 180 in this quite a few times too. But anyways, I, I do like how the franchise always makes callbacks to the other the other entries. That's kind of fun to do. But kill, I, mm-hmm. look, man, I wear glasses, so I don't have to worry about this. But still, I was I was, <laughs> I was shaking, man. I was like, oh my god, this is horrible. This is why I don't want to get LASIK now. I did, and now I right? exactly. I'm right there with you, man. Right. Ooh. This this uh, okay like I, I've I've kind of had like a little bit of surgery like this. This is this is nightmare fuel, man, because essentially it is a laser going into your your cornea and your ret- retina and in your eyeball. Mm-hmm. And this poor girl, I mean, the funny thing about her character is she wasn't necessarily a bad person, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she necessarily wasn't necessarily a good person. She was just kind of just doing her own thing yeah uh and this was just this was hardcore because you 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 know you're watching it and once again i'm wondering okay obviously it's going to be something with the laser and you know oh don't go past this this number and you see the thing is just ratcheting up and the doctor hey i gotta go while you die i'll be right back i gotta send an email and it's like i loved it when she said you're you're leaving me <laughs> and, and 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 what's so scary is she's holding a bunny rabbit, like, and she's shaking. So yeah. I I really felt bad for this one because yeah. she clearly was not comfortable. Right. And this this one once again, like, mm-hmm. th- this is the third kill uh, of this movie. Yeah, the third yeah, after yeah. The G- G- gymnastics. The act- yeah. yeah, all three so far made me cringe, and I was like, oh yeah. my, oh my, oh my goodness! Like, can I get one of these kills that doesn't make me cringe? Right. So. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, 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 and I'll throw it to you, Angela, but, and this was just the beginning of, of her ordeal, which was, yeah. that's, again, that's what I liked about these kills is that they really had levels to them. But once he left the, the office, Angela, I mean, did, did this go the way you thought it was going to go when you were watching? Unfortunately, it? yes. But I do appreciate the little details that they put in to let you know how bad it's go- how bad it might go and how mm-hmm. bad it is going like right. the storytelling for this death in particular was there was a lot of things communicated so quickly and it added to the oh shit factor like mm-hmm. as far as all of the deaths and the this series like we've had some really great ones but i think this one had a really good communication of what's going wrong and mm. you don't get that with how a lot of the deaths happen Mm, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And it, the, and it was so much set up right from the beginning because when you first saw this girl at the retreat before they even went on the bus and she got that ride from that that musician mm-hmm. guy and he said, "Don't forget your glasses." And she was like, "I forgot what she said, but something to the effect of she doesn't like wearing them." So it's like right from the beginning, mm-hmm. you know, they were kind of playing around with that a little bit. But Coriander, the laser starts hitting her eyes. 
I'm 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 like, you know, what do you think? She even puts her hand up to block it. She's cutting her own yeah. hand. And then of course right. we know what happens. Take me through what you thought when you were watching this. I mean, that was smart for her to put her hand up, which she True. should have just kept doing it instead of letting that second time like hit her in the eye again. Because mm-hmm. I'd rather get my hand destroyed than my eyeball. Right. But I get, you know, she's trying to get her head free. And of course, the eyeball popped off of the stuffed animal. Yes. So when she gets up, she slips and she's got those huge heels on. Oh, so man. she crashes out the window and falls on a vehicle onto the ground and her eyeball pops out yes. and the car goes by and runs yeah. it over. Oh, like, it was great. Death, this is like death, one of my favorite death, ones. I death is vicious in this world. <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah. Death was vicious in this movie. Like, seriously. I just was like, wow, man. But, yeah, it, I... That did not go the way I thought it was going to go. So when I first saw this movie and she slipped on the eyeball and then, bam, she just hits that glass. I got to admit, man, things looked really good in this movie, too, as far as the mm-hmm. the, the stunts, uh, the physical stunts. Even at the end. It, yeah, even at the end. And I was saying this to Coriander. Even at the end with the fight with the two friends, that was actually not bad for, a you know, a, a regular horror movie as far as a fight, you know, the choreography and stuff. So they did they did pretty good. <laughs> Patrick saying popping the eyeball. <laughs> oh, literally, yeah, man. Right, absolutely. But Kill, <laughs> let's also, you know, we've seen this in the franchise and we haven't talked about him yet, but Courtney B. Vance is in this. He's the FBI agent that's checking in on things, trying to figure stuff out. Of course, in these movies, the cops and the FBI folks, they're always kind of in the background. But I did enjoy the scenes he was in. What did you think of his character? Because he's just trying to find out what's going on with all the stuff that you guys are dealing with, you know? Yeah, I mean, you know, there's not not much complexity to his character, but Courtney, Courtney B. Vance is a great actor, and he, yes. you know, just look at that look on his face, he's like, what the fuck is going on? He's just right? trying to, he's like, how is this happening? And he's curious about, you know, our protagonist, because he's like, crazy shit just keeps happening around you dude and i think you know something and you know tell me what you you know and it's just kind of i can't you know he's like i love that he didn't even try to explain it to him really because he's he's like look you're not gonna believe me dude i barely believe any of this Mm. you know because i'm getting this second hand from tony todd you know death hates making mistakes but death makes a lot of mistakes this is the fifth movie of death making mistakes so do better or, at your job. Or, or did death <laughs> make a mistake? Ah. Ah. Hey, ah, now you're ah. All meta. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey. But but the other thing too is, you know, he's trying to figure things out. And of course, they run into Tony Todd again, Angela. And this is one thing in the franchise that I thought was pretty again, we're talking fifth film. So now we kind of have a new wrinkle in the rules of death and how to change the quote-unquote death list what, what did you think of not only this scene we know we love tony todd but the, the whole idea of this uh you know death for a life and life for a death and all that i thought it was an interesting uh concept like mm-hmm. if you were that person if you were the one who's gonna die next like the moral dilemma do i want to live and sacrifice somebody else or am i okay with going this is my time because i don't want to be a killer like Mm -hmm. it really opens up a lot of character decisions and that we we know how that's going to go later with them trying to kill a friend Mm -hmm. peter was it peter yes trying to kill the 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 only survivor like Mm -hmm. It's a really good way to create conflict and drama and push the story more than just everybody's going to die. Yes, I yes. agree. I agree. And, and, and the tension, and, and we'll get to that final scene, but the tension in that scene was pretty like, wow, this is something mm-hmm. different for, for a Final Destination movie, you know? Um, and it was a good think build up to that. It wasn't just a snap. Right. Yeah. What were you saying, Coriander? Well, I mean, the guy seeing those two having dinner and kissing and mm-hmm. he's missing his lady, you know, so I could totally mm-hmm. see how he went the way he went and how, you know, set on and Abe, how he was able to go through with it. Well, yeah. tried to at least. 
right so. right but before we get to that point we get we gotta talk about uh y- y- your boy roy uh kill at the factory now that scene also played out a little bit differently than i mm-hmm. thought um that it would when you first saw this kill i mean what did you think like did that play the way you thought it was because i thought for sure that it it was just going to be um nathan getting killed right there so yeah i i thought he was about to get aced out you know totally but all all i'll say is this roy 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 gets very physical like you know someone someone needs to go to hr like hey all right i got i'll I'll fix i'll fix this you know (laughs) yeah Uh, but you know but it was it was definitely an interesting scene and also just the sheer fact of did he purposely kill roy yes yes or or did it just happen that way and and i love how they even kind of ask him like dude did you did you kill him and he had to think about it like i guess i did i thought that was i thought that was a cool scene though man because you know it it makes sense that you he would question himself because at first he was trying to save him he was like look man we gotta go we gotta go and roy was just being that asshole that he is and and pushing back on nathan and stuff and then he saw the thing coming and then he just kind of maybe you know like he said yeah maybe i did i think i did you know i thought that was a pretty good little moment for his mm-hmm. character gave him a little bit something you know yeah um yeah. but that death that was when he fell like angela when roy fell through the grate did you think he was going to end up like that i thought that was not quite know, the penetration but i did yeah. cheer that he was dying because they wrote yes. the character so well you just hated him yes, yes. that is one thing this show this, this particular movie did well there's a lot of characters you were like yes you died you deserved yes. this right, right but i i wasn't expecting roy to die right when the whole thing scene started that that did take me by surprise yeah yeah so again yeah. i mean you know again i'm just and obviously you guys know that that i enjoyed this but again another little thing that they're doing fifth movie in a franchise that it's like all right that's pretty cool I- do you have a question though mm-hmm. if he died the way that he did when they did the autopsy would there be a brain left for them to actually find out that he would have died in a few days from an aneurysm i think they said it was or something <laughs> yeah, like was there said. enough there to actually <laughs> deduce that he was gonna die hey i, I don't know <laughs> that's question. my ultimate question at the end of this movie <laughs> well didn't they say well didn't they say that he, there were some labs that he had from a few days ago yeah. or something like that i thought it was the the uh, autopsy the coroner did it maybe yeah maybe that yeah it was the autopsy yeah mm-hmm. yeah so that's my ultimate question for this this whole movie why yeah. did you even throw that in it was pointless right right yeah well to make right. you see that that where he shoved the guy and supposedly killed him mm-hmm. it didn't count because he was going to die anyway so death's well, still going to get you because you didn't cheat it we well, are but you didn't well, cheat the death to to right, live all, a little bit longer so. right and that's what i was going to say that was the stinger it's like because the whole idea that tony todd said is that you're trading for the years of the person you kill so like if you, so if it's a if it's a kid you're gonna have a lot of possible years if it's an older person you maybe have a few but of course what nathan didn't know was his condition and it was almost like wow the one person that you quote unquote killed didn't have you know he he was gonna die any days anyway you know that's it it was a that caught me by surprise after this conversation i'm not so irked about it but i am still irked because it just (laughs) (laughs) angela's like you guys gotta write better you know (laughs) do constructive criticism that's where it's coming from (laughs) no but that's true though because that thing went right through his head man and they Mm -hmm. showed it too i was like wow it went all the way through so mm-hmm. but um and then of course Dennis Dennis comes down to the uh to the you know the area and he didn't you he had that running joke about Isaac because they're like well so and so Olivia and Isaac have died he's like Isaac didn't he already die and it was like that was a running joke because at the funeral he called yeah. him out by name I thought that was kind of yeah, funny I, little I liked like that. that humor that banter myself too yes mm-hmm. but but Coriander, what about Dennis? I mean, obviously it was a pretty quick death and it was pretty gruesome, but I, I, di- I didn't expect it because it was like, well, who's next? No. And then it's like, it bam, just that te- wrench. 
Yeah, it just shows you you got to be careful no matter what you're doing, especially when you're around machinery and equipment. And yes, you just can't lay something down and think it's okay because look what could happen, man. He almost he almost had half of his head taken off. So right, yeah, yeah, man. Well, even even brutal. with even with Sam, who you know he's a chef and and I and I know you obviously love cooking, but I mean when they showed him in the kitchen. He was literally around an instrument of death everywhere oh, he yeah. was. Mm -hmm. You've got to be so careful in the kitchen because anything can happen. Yeah, man. Yes. But, it, but, you know, in a way, again, but it had like... Go ahead. Yeah, but it's so funny, too, because you don't really think of it. Right. You know, because you see the guy using the meat slicer and it's like, dude, I've used a meat slicer and cut 25 briskets. You know, it's like, it's no big deal. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. you just got to pay yeah. attention and be careful. But it, it also had a little, again, maybe I'm just weird about it, but it also had some funny moments because like when he was using that machine and it, it got stuck, he started to put his hand there, but then he stopped and he unplugged it. And I'm like, good for you, buddy. You're showing your smarts. And then he starts to put his hand there and it goes, Wah! and he's like, moves back. <laughs> it made me chuckle. Did you, you thought that too, Kill? Yeah, yeah, because he started looking around. He's like, yes. "What the fuck?" <laughs> it's like, "Where?" Am I? And and I'll just say this: like, I I many many moons ago, I I was a waiter. If you ever want to try to rob a place, don't rob a, a place that has a kitchen because right. there are so many weapons in a kitchen that can take you out. Yes. Like, I just the knives alone, hatchets. Yes. You know, like it, mallets, Cleaver. you know, cleavers, you know, you yes. can be impaled, clocked upside the head with a red, red roller. Yes. It's, it's, it's murder city. So don't, don't, don't mess with it. <laughs> Sasha, what's going on, man? How you doing? Nice to see hey. you. Hey. But, um, Hello. yeah, the kitchen, man, instruments of death everywhere. But this is where I wanted to get to as we start to end it up here. And I'll start with you, Angela. You know, we see that these two are there they're they made the they made it through the disaster mm -hmm. they're sitting down for a nice little romantic dinner and then good old peter comes in and sam sam and molly have no idea what he's capable of and i think that this was the biggest one well yeah the biggest wrinkle mm -hmm. that this movie has added to the franchise what did you think of how this scene started off i really like how it was built up um mm -hmm. God, I am terrible with character names. Molly, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She was like, you are my friend. I care about you. I know you're going through a lot right now. And yes. she was really trying to be there as a friend would. And yeah. he's going through his own shit and blaming her. Like, it, just the dialogue and the connection, the chemistry in this scene from all three people was just well, well done. I agree. It escalated well and it kept you on your toes like what is going to happen there's mm -hmm. so much going on yeah yeah and 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 when he went through that whole speech you know peter talking about you know i was thinking to myself could i take a life and then they showed the scene where he was behind the lady you know uh where the truck was coming down the street and I was like, wow, this is really, this is different. You know, again, I know I keep saying that, but I just want to hit that home. It just, I really appreciate that. It's the right that. thing to hit home. It yeah. showed a lot of character decisions and changing and shifting. Yeah. You don't get that very often in movies like this, where it's mainly about how brutally can we kill someone? How cringy can right. we make this whole thing and make you wince and close your yeah. eyes? Yeah, no, I agree. And, you know, as he was telling his story, um, and again, you know, I think I think it was very effective. You felt his pain. You felt his grieving. And, um, you know, I thought he did a hell of a job. Uh, it's uh, Miles Fisher. And when he was telling that story, he really was convincing. Uh, Coriander, what, what did you think of him in this scene? I mean, obviously, he became very menacing, but he seemed like a real broken person. Oh, definitely. You could see it all over his face, you mm -hmm. know. And then once he, you know, told you, well, told you and the audience, well, you know, anyway, you know what I'm trying to say that, and I can kill someone, I can do this. Mm -hmm. And he pulls out that gun, the look on their faces was like, yeah, yeah. would have thought, you know, but, mm -hmm. you know, if 
who knows how someone would react to that if you think yeah. you could change the outcome of this and maybe you could live a little longer mm-hmm. who knows you know to live a little bit longer yourself that's a that's a hard choice that's a tough yeah. one yep yep i agree i agree and of course you know sam you know lead character and all he he went right into action you actually had like a little bit of an action scene here which to me was also kind of interesting and not it was well done i thought especially the hand to hand fight that they had kill what did you think about that i mean it, i mean they were both getting hurt nobody was you know bruce lee but there was some real things going on and using objects around them what did you think how it all went down with them faced off with each other I- it felt very realistic and desperate yes and and desperate is the best way i i can describe it because both sides were desperate you know mm-hmm. uh, you know one side was desperate to kill molly the other mm-hmm. side was des- desperate to save her and save itself and it, it, it the choreograph the choreography of the fight was beautiful that it wasn't polished because neither of these guys are fighters neither of these guys are true killers in the sense Mm -hmm. and And that added to the desperation yes perfect yes yeah yeah like you know and it's a tight confined area once again you're in a murder arena the kitchen so Mm -hmm. many things to ace someone out and Mm -hmm. it, it was it was great and and like you said knight they they're doing something different because we've had the grieving boyfriend before mm-hmm. we've had that yep. but what i liked about this one is his turn wasn't as fast as the dude who was shooting the pigeons working in the you know uh, yep. the the warehouse job or whatever because mm-hmm. yeah because his turn was just so quick He's yeah. like, hey, I'm here at this fair and I'm going to kill you guys. It was just yeah. like, whoa, all right. I know you just lost your, your lady. But mm-hmm. this one, it not only it took time, it took pretty much the course of the entire movie of him, yeah. you know, like seeing how happy they were and, and, yeah. and, and feeling that sadness. And mm-hmm. it also gave his character more gravitas for me that, oh, he became interesting. Yeah. You know, so yeah. 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 Yeah, he definitely was. He definitely had had a great character arc. I, I agree. Yeah. Did you Angela, did you think he was going to kill Molly? Did you think he was going to get away with it? I didn't think he's going to get away with it, but I 100% believed he would do everything that he could to kill Molly. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It was just it was that cuz we scene. saw that evolution of him changing and shifting in the process. Like mm-hmm. he was 100% committed. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Yeah, because he shot that cop and mm-hmm. he That's even right. said, you know, you're a witness and we can't have that. So you're right. right. Yep. Yeah, you know, that's a great point, Coriander, because when he shot Courtney B. Vance's character, uh, Block, you know, it was kind of like, okay, dude. And she even said it, you know, you, you've you been given a second chance and this and that. So really, in, in theory, he could have just stopped right there. But at that point he had already gone over to the other side so to speak and that's when i was like yeah Yeah. so that really did add another element to his character but um needless to say sam came in for the save at the end which which i thought was uh pretty darn cool and um and that was that that was that but let's get to the end guys because we're thinking (laughs) we're thinking ever the best ending of the franchise We're Every thinking, time they kept saying France, I was like, "Oh, please be a waiter!" And like, we like, I didn't go to the flight. My brain was like, "They ended one in Paris. Please let them be there. Please let them see this." Yes, and sure enough, man, they're like, "Hey, we gotta take a trip. Mm-hmm. How are we gonna take a trip? Kill on good old <laughs> flight one eight zero." Man, I, I did not believe that. I did not see that coming, but I loved it. But but you know what? I, I I got one critique now that we're talking about this, and it's about okay. Tony Todd. And Tony Todd, I love you, but you're an asshole. Because if this is a prequel, you didn't tell that first group of kids, hey, murder someone, and it'll pass you. You you left that out with them. <laughs> I, I I see what you did there, Tony. You're you're leaving information out that you told the this group, but you're like, eh, I'll tell you guys, but 
these these high school kids, I'm not going to tell them, you know, he I don't want to. He coming and goes one to two, you know, he's got a whole yeah. system about how much detail he gives them. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, see, I see what you're doing, Tony. I see, right. I see you. Right, absolutely. But, so, Angela, when they when they get on the plane, and again, you, you had just seen this, when they get on the plane, did you already start putting the piece, pieces of the puzzle together? Okay. As soon as I saw right. that plan, I was like, oh, shit, they're not gonna, they're not yeah. gonna. And I really like how they burst in those details, that information that if you've seen the franchise and you know it, you're like, yeah, oh, my God. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And then, of course, Coriander. Once once you saw this, you knew. Yeah, you There's Mrs. Luton. There's Carter. <laughs> yep. There's yep. Alex. It's like, oh, yep. shit. I could not. Pretty of my jaw was like down to here. <laughs> yes, right. Yeah. I was just like, "Are you freaking joking?" And I thought it was so cool. I thought it was so smart, and to just tie it all the way back over mm -hmm. to the first movie. I thought that was. And you know what, though? That being said, I'm being serious. You guys, let me know what you think. I truly did feel bad for these two because mm -hmm. you know they made it through all this. I know it's a movie. It's a yeah. stu stupid horror movie. But in the context of this movie, they had just gone through all that type of stuff and they thought it was over. And then sure enough, man, he he had that look on his face and he knew because he started hearing on the headphones, Dust in the Wind mm -hmm. by Kansas. Great song. I love it. But now it creeps me out. And I was like, wow, dude. Mm -hmm. and, and she got killed pretty bad in that too, man. When she got sucked out of the plane and then hit the yeah, wing, she was torn was like, in half. Wow, that was yeah. de death was vicious in this movie, man. Totally vicious. But wait, there's more because Nathan. Then they show it's almost like a stinger, you know. They show Nathan in the bar, and then of course, you know, we already kind of talked about it, but the whole thing with Roy. And, and I was like, wow, man. Like, this movie killed. Tell me what you thought about the stinger in the context of the movie. I thought this movie, it was a great way to end it, like a double stinger to end it. It, it, it was. And just the sheer fact, like you said, them kind of tying this with a bow, you know, yeah. bringing everything full circle was great. And, you know, with him in the bar, you know, death doesn't like loose ends. So, oh. so and look. Uh, let's just you know we've talked about all these movies i just have to say you know even uh in one of the movies where we didn't see the 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 final yeah. couple yeah. die and two everybody yeah. dies yeah. Uh, and i love it i love the fact that you can't escape death you're gonna mm -hmm. die you know so. neil was saying i thought that 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 was a great reveal i i totally agree mm -hmm. it was Sasha saying, it says a lot about you that I'll watch you speak about films I don't know in a genre I don't care for. Take that as a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Sasha. Thank we you, Sasha. That, man. <laughs> we, we really appreciate that, man. Much appreciated. But yeah, guys, I mean, the, the end of this movie, uh, you know, for you, Angelo, or for you, Coriander, if you have any final mm -hmm. thoughts, I just thought it was just a great way to end the film. It was just great. This might be one of my favorite horror endings of all, just because there's so much thought that went into it to connect everything. Because mm. you could literally just go back and watch the first one over, like, mm. for something this long to create that connection and that loop is just brilliant. Yeah, I agree. How about you, Coriander? Any final thoughts for you? Y'all said it, you know, I agree. Mm -hmm. This This is like one of my favorite endings out of mm. this franchise and yeah. i loved how yeah it connects everything in this connects you know to the mm -hmm. little 180 here or the you know whatever just the little things that they put throughout so yeah yeah, yeah. great i think i think the only movie in in and we we hope to talk about you know like a wrap-up of the whole franchise next week we'll, we'll, we'll see but i think the only one in the franchise that came close was the end of three you know with the subway you know because that had a lot of you know build up and plus like we talked about in that episode we really loved those characters wendy and mm -hmm. kevin and all of them but but i gotta admit this one it, it it upped it man because it really was like you said angela my, when i first saw this my jaw dropped i was like mm -hmm. what you know it was just good stuff for a fifth film good stuff mm -hmm. but 
But anyways, guys, that's all we got for Final Destination 5. For you guys in the chat, if you have not seen it, it's definitely, I mean, I'm assuming all of us would say it, it's definitely a recommended watch mm -hmm. uh, because it was a well-done film and the fifth film in a franchise. Like, I, there's not many franchises that you could say that about, saying the fifth film, you know, is at such, such a high level and doing new things, you know? Mm -hmm. And there's only, you know, with this franchise, you only have a, a so much space in that sandbox to work you know what i mean but this really did try to you know push the envelope so i i definitely appreciate that but anyways um for you guys in the chat or watching the replay please give the video a like that helps support us we'd appreciate it and we have angela's link to her channel in the description please go visit her at morbid heart designs that'd be very cool um also in the comment section let us know what you think about final destination 5 what are your favorite kills? Do you have any favorite moments? What did you think about that ending? It, it was really a jaw dropper. So we will catch you guys next time. If you're watching this, if you're listening to this, you are the Night Watch. Peace. Peace. Peace.